You're listening to Startup Talks, the podcast that speaks with startup entrepreneurs about how they became successful and the secrets that they've learned on their journey. And here is your host, Ryan Wong. Hi, I'd like to welcome you to the show. Why don't we start out by introducing yourself and tell us the name of your startup and what problem your company solves. Hey, thank you for having me here. I'm Key from Key Difference Media and Forward Protocol. So Key Difference Media is a, one of the oldest and largest blockchain incubators since 2013. And we help Web2 companies get to Web3, understand and function within the space. And that led us to Forward Protocol in 2018, which is a drag and drop no code interface through which people are able to deploy their blockchain applications without any technical knowledge. When you look back, when was the first time that you realized that you were an entrepreneur? It was when I was in my seventh grade. That was the first time I came across computer. And when I had it, I was very keen at knowing how it works and what's behind it. I was creating games back in those days. I was programming various languages, learned them all myself, and I was figuring it out, figuring how each of these things fit together because I'm just just seventh grade guy. So I was very curious. And I think that is the earliest time I can recall to when I had the entrepreneurial experience within uh, within the context. And in at the age of 14, I quit my education. I started my business and that happened because I needed to make money and I had few skills and I knew how to program, uh, which I learned a few years back and I had to put it to use. So I actually had the first exchange of money at that point in time. I did a website for someone uh, for $100 and I used that money to pay for my hosting and my domain and put up my own company uh, website up and started my journey from there. So tell us about the time you decided to go for and start your company. What was that big aha moment when you said, I'm going to do it? So when I was in my 10th grade, I didn't really like what I was going through. It was the same thing over and over. It was boring and I wanted to quit. I got scholarship for my higher education for the next two years, 11th and 12th grade, but I decided not to pursue that anymore. I am a curious guy. I have this utmost curiosity towards things in life, and I wanted to explore that. And uh, yeah, that's that's a moment. So I started uh, to put my experience to work, whatever I knew at that point, programming. And... uh, when I did the first website, the second website, it was all great. But then I realized it is not who I am. I don't want to be sitting there doing that. And I needed people. So I started hiring people, started to expand from there. I did a few hundred so websites as I was learning things myself. But when it came to business, I didn't want to be doing it for money myself. So that's that's when the shift happened. It started becoming a company with members in the team and then i realized i had to do this in different areas of my business and it started to scale from there it was very organic because at that age of 14 i was really just trying to build 
and trying to replace myself in certain areas. And when you do that in sufficient areas, you have a company. You have a company with many departments and uh, you have scaled. Uh, back in those days, the word entrepreneurship did not exist in, uh, in the country where I am, where I was. And uh, there's, there's no concept of uh, doing something at that age. So it was very different uh, experience of actually finding entrepreneurship as a process by living through it and the need, the necessity arose. We know that starting a company is not smooth sailing. And sometimes we face major obstacles as entrepreneurs. Take me back to a time in your startup when you just hit a wall and thought, man, you were not going to make it. This was around 2012, a year or so before we entered the blockchain space. We were having a lot of people with us hundreds of people and we were expanding to new regions and new verticals we expanded to middle east and to uh, the other side of us and uh, some parts of europe and we were expanding fast and we were uh, we just hired a lot of people than what we needed at that point and we were trying to scale uh, and at the same time push a particular product out our own internal product and we were stretched thin the scaling happened a bit faster than anticipated that uh, there was there were less structures and a lot of things came to me and they were piling on me over and over that i was working for 60 hours a day that year every day i go to the office i actually hadn't i i never used to go to the office in my life but that year i did and i was there I enter the office and 60 hours pass. That's that's like two and a half days pass. And then I uh, finish my work, go home, sleep for 10 hours and come back and start the next 60 hours of session. And once I went up to 100 hours without sleep, without food, without moving anywhere, I was just sitting there working. And it was crazy time. And that was a time when uh, I actually felt that maybe this thing isn't going to work. It's It's probably going to... Uh, blow off because things were not easy when everything gets uh, comes at my table and I had to push it and it was scaling faster than what other people could figure themselves out because the processes were not completely built for uh, that level of autonomy. So uh, yeah, I think that's the closest and I still something that I can feel, something that I can uh, I can. I can feel being there right now. <laughs> but then everything changed uh, over that course to the next year when we entered the world of blockchain. And uh, yeah, there's no turning back from there. We will be right back after this quick message. Making sure your small business can compete in this tech-centric world can be tough. Tired of struggling for hours, tweaking out-of-the-box software, only not to get what you really need? Developing the software solution you deserve is not out of reach. Jump on a free discovery call with Ryan Wong today and learn how you can develop your custom on-budget tech solution. Just go to techwithryanwong.com to set up your free call. That's techwithryanwong.com. When you were going through all that, what are the things that you did that really mattered? 
the things that were able to get you back on track? I had to focus, bring back things in a streamlined fashion. I had to cut out uh, inefficient units. I used an 80-20 or even 90-10 policy. I cut out 90% of uh, business processes, areas of focus, things that don't matter, and ended up focusing on a 10%, which was important, which was effective. And we focused on segment of clients. We cut out on our internal product and uh, we shelved it for later. And when we did focus on that small percentage of deals and businesses, uh, things changed because they were the businesses that enabled us into the blockchain world as well because they were looking to get into blockchain. And uh, they wanted someone to help and we were keen on focusing on, on one particular vertical or sector. And it's it just happened to meet. And uh, I guess I guess that taught me the taught me to always focus on a few things with a lot more value. I still do quite a lot of things, but then when we are creating something, it's better to focus on that created and then expand to other areas, but not really creating a dozen things at the same time. Tell us about some of the successes and goals you've been able to achieve in your business. Right now, I've been in the blockchain space for nine years and in the world of marketing for 16 years. And we have worked with clients like AJC, Cisco, and many more in the traditional world, Fortune 100s. And in the blockchain space, we worked with... uh, a lot of top brands uh, in the uh, in the early days of 2017, uh, we have executed campaigns through our companies for uh, Ledger, Bitco, and so on. And I've been on the media side working with entities like News BTC, Bitcoinist, and etc. Uh, we have raised over $550 million for our clients during the uh, 2017 period onwards. And uh, we have been with every waves in the space, every new trend, but we have been there one, two, three, and sometimes five years ahead of it. I think my biggest uh, achievement is being able to understand the upcoming trends uh, by being so well, deeply well-knit in the space, uh, both from statistics and data of what's happening and we, we see what is being created for the future and knowing where that is heading towards. I know we all look back and sometimes we second guess ourselves on decisions we've made early on in our business. What is one thing you would have done differently? I would have focused on finding effective co-founders. For a good portion of my life, in 16 years in business, the first 11, 12 years, I was alone. I was doing everything myself. I found amazing uh, partners to work with much later in my life. If I were to do things differently, that would be it. I I would just focus the first two, three, four years in uh, networking and finding the right people I could work with. And I think that would enhance everything that I do by five or 10 times because there, there is a great level of uh, cohesiveness, shared experiences, shared knowledge, and shared skills at play, shared network as well, which is very hard to come by when you're just building things alone. Looking back on your journey, what are the things that you feel have made your startup successful? Extreme hard work. 
I had to put an extreme level of effort into doing things. And uh, I, I understand smart work is great and all of that's great, but hard work still is required. You can do things the smartest way on the most creative way uh, with uh, great precision and great principles. But end of the day, it requires insane amount of work. And I believe that was the most important thing then the second one I would say is learning. The first uh, 10 years or even seven, eight years of my life, I had to learn. It was like one of my day jobs. I did learn consistently day in, day out, all times reading, learning new things, reading books. And even when I, when I go to sleep, I have a uh, ebook running. When I wake up and get ready, there's a book running. When I run, there's a book running there. I used to consume information, learn, in every gap, every second, uh, work is work, but after work, everything else in my life had learning as part of it. Even relaxing included learning, and that's, that's I believe that that was a very important element and part of my journey. Thank you so much for being on the show today. In closing, what advice would you give to entrepreneurs listening to this and are thinking about developing their startup idea? Spend some time to understand what your startup is yourself. Know what your problem is and know what you're trying to solve. Find if there are other competitors and see if someone else is doing it any better. Take these ideas and validate it with people around in business. And of course, not just uh, your friends and people around you, but the right people who are qualified to give their views. Irrespective of what their views are, collect all of those information and then come back to your whiteboard and make sure that your idea is soundproof. It's something that you still like it or if you see that it needs improvement. A lot of times we come up with ideas in our mind and then we realize this idea has been in use for years or someone else or many people are creating this at the same time and doing a better job at it. You don't know what else else is out there. Sometimes you might find that your idea really isn't great at all or not even good to think about it at this point. Of course, there, there's a difference when someone says an idea is bad and you, you know, it, it, it turns out to be a massive success. Uh, but as much as that, there are also many times ideas which if you start looking around, you would actually notice that there are many that have failed. So it's important to collect information, not be judgmental, but collect it, assimilate it, and go through it methodologically to figure out if that's something that you'd like to do. Spending the time upfront on it is going to save you a lot more time because a majority of the startups, they just jump on doing something. They might do some basic research and start something out, even raise some little funds. And then they realize that it's uh, not going to work. And a lot of ideas go to waste, not because of lack of perseverance or grit, but they go waste because that they have not even thought through it appropriately. It's like building a paper castle. And a paper castle is always worse than a poorly built stone castle. So it's important to get your fundamentals right. It's important to get your direction, vision, and uh, substance of what you're doing right. And only then the next steps can provide its uh, fruitful results. You probably never thought in addition to running your business day to day, you also had to be a tech expert. That's where Ryan Wong comes in. 
Ryan's passion is helping people just like you find the perfect technology solution that will help grow your business. Ryan's approach is to fully understand what you want to accomplish and make it easy for you to get there without the stress, complexity, and cost you will find with other developers. Jump on a free discovery call with Ryan Wong today. Just go to techwithryanwong.com to set up your free call. That's techwithryanwong.com.